the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on? Another Al-Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Hope everybody's having a great weekend or during the week or whenever you happen to listen to this particular show. How can you follow me? It's very easy. On Twitter, at Al-Gatulo. On Instagram, at Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Uh, you can always go to Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast to follow the show on Facebook uh, via email at albertg at nycradio.com. And we are also on iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast on either of those two uh, app-based services, and you can listen to every craft beer cast from there. So earlier this week on Wednesday, I was over at one of my favorite places to eat and drink, Paragon Tap and Table, located right off the uh, Garden State Parkway, exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey, in the Target Shopping Center, and we had our New Jersey Beer March Madness event. Uh, thanks to the folks at Paragon Tap and Table for putting that on, as well as New Jersey Craft Beer. They did an amazing job down to two brewers, Departed Souls and the Almentry. And without further ado, let's get into the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on the road. Another Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And we are live from Paragon Tap and Table. Well, sort of live. We're actually taping this on a Wednesday, but it's Saturday. And uh, we've got some great uh, craft beer guests that are going to be joining me uh, this hour. And live from Paragon Tap and Table, it's a great place located right off the Garden State Parkway, exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey. You get off the highway, go right into the Target Shopping Center, go straight in the back. You will have a fantastic time. I can't say enough about what the, the staff here at Paragon Tap and Table, Chef Eric Levine's uh, meals, his, they got a new spring menu, menu that's out right now. It is fantastic. They're doing a great job. But the reason why we're here today... It's very simple. Uh, there has been a March Madness beer event that has been going on uh, for the last several weeks. Tonight, we get to crown the winner of a New Jersey brewery that's going to have their beer on tap for the next four months. And that is awesome. It's supporting small business. It's doing, such, you know, it's doing an amazing job for small business here in the state of New Jersey. And that's what we need more of, small businesses in New Jersey. The folks from New Jersey Craft Beer... Their membership people are here tonight. You can get a membership. It's only 25 bucks. You save on over 600 restaurants in the state of New Jersey. It is well worth the money, folks. But first, we've got news and notes to get to here. And how can you follow me? It's very easy. On Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Uh, on Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast via email at albertg at nycradio.com. And if you do a search on iTunes or Google Play, you can follow me very easily on there, the AG. Craft Beer Cash, you can download and listen to all of the episodes uh, from those two platforms. Now, our guests this evening, obviously the two breweries that are in competition. Uh, Departed Souls has their Constantine, which is a German Kolsch beer, a 4.8% ABV. That's on tap. Brian Kulbacki, the owner of um, Departed Souls, is going to join us uh, a little bit later on at the bottom of the hour uh, on the broadcast. But coming up in a, in a few minutes, Blake Crawford, one of the co-owners of the Almentry, that is the other... Um, brewery that's on tap here tonight that if their keg kicks first, they get it on tap for the next four months. They have their Mr. Stevens, which is an English mild ale. It's a 36 ABU uh, with a, a, an 18, an ABV, excuse me, 
and an 18 IBU. So a very mild, mild type of English uh, ale from the Almentry. And again, whichever one kicks first, they get it on tap at Paragon for the next four months. But I had a chance to try, actually, one of the English mild ales uh, that Almentry put on because I wanted to recap as we get into the news and notes segment here on the Algatillo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer. The Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, their 12th year that it has been in existence. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. If you have never been to this event, I honestly, I urge you next year, you should go and try out this event. First off, it was voted the second best festival in the nation for 2017 uh, on a poll on USA Today. And thanks to all those people who went out and voted uh, for that beer fest. They do a phenomenal job. John Henderson, Paul Brown, uh, the folks at Tricycle, uh, Tricycle Productions. I, I have to tell you... Uh, I have never been to an event that runs as smoothly as these guys put it. The music is phenomenal. The beers are great. Uh, and, and the last two years, what they did, which I thought was very smart, uh, the, the first year that I went three years ago, they kind of had all of the New Jersey beers all over the place. So you were kind of searching uh, left and right for uh, particular New Jersey beers. The last two years, they grouped all of the New Jersey beers kind of in one row uh, two-sided, where you kind of go down one row, you hit eight to ten breweries, you go on the other side, and you hit another ten to twelve breweries that are on the other side, and you can get a real good sample of a lot of great New Jersey beer. And let me tell you something, and I spoke to somebody uh, at the event, uh, national brewer, I'm not going to mention his name, uh, we're good friends, and he said to me, I said, you know, how are things going? He said, things are going great, we got this coming out, we got that coming out, and I said, have you had a chance to try the New Jersey beers? And he made a very interesting point to me. He said, Al, I got to tell you, I went around on Friday. I started sampling some of the different beers from the New Jersey breweries. These New Jersey breweries are on par with the national brands. There are so many great local New Jersey breweries that are out there right now producing fantastic beer. I mean, really, really good beer. Support them. That's the whole point of these guys. A lot of these guys are in it. Look, Let's face it, we've talked about it before on the show. We've talked about it ad nauseum. There are some people that are in this business to try and make a quick buck, make their money, and get out. There are others who, let's, be, let's face it, and the majority of the brewers in New Jersey, I would say a good 85 to 90% of them, are in the business because they enjoy beer. Yes, they're there to make a profit. They're there to be successful. I understand all of that. But in the end, at the end of the day, they're there to make great beer, and a lot of them make some fantastic beer. And when I hear that from a national brewer, a, a guy who puts out consistently good beer, they have very good sales, they're not you know, a, a, a top-level uh, brand, but they're a mid-level brewer that makes great beer that's, that's in you know, 35 to 40 states national. And, they're, you're telling, and this guy is telling me a lot of the New Jersey beers are on par with the national brands. That is a great thing for New Jersey. Now, we've seen New York State. They have uh, done amazing things with beer in leaps and bounds. Governor Cuomo, uh, I have to give credit where credit is due. He's cut a lot of red tape to allow these breweries to expand. New Jersey was slow in getting that going, but they are starting to crank it out. We've got almost 75 breweries in New Jersey, and there are more on the horizon. That is a fantastic thing uh, for New Jersey. And, uh, folks, I urge you. Go out wherever you live. If you live in the state of New Jersey and you want to check out some great places, obviously Carton and Kane are the two big ones, but uh, Brick City, Wet Ticket in Rawway. Uh, you've got Cypress in Edison. Uh, you have uh, the two competitors tonight, uh, the Almentry and Departed Souls. Departed Souls is in Jersey City. The Almentry is up in Bergen County. Uh, Bolero has their, their cans everywhere and on tap, you know, in numerous places. 
um, you know, a jug handle. I, I, can't, I can't tell you enough. Now, later on when we do our Suds and Duds segment, we're gonna, I'm going to discuss some of the beers that I tried. A lot of them are Jersey beers, and a lot of them have great ratings. A couple don't. That's why we call it Suds and Duds. Uh, but I have, to, I have to say, a lot of the Jersey beers are much better standing than some of the national beers. That's plain and simple. It's exactly how it is. As we continue on here in the News and Notes segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, we are coming to you from Paragon Tap and Table, located in Clark, New Jersey, right off the Garden State Parkway exit 135. Uh, Chef Eric Levine, he, uh, a winner at Chopped. The man has survived cancer five different times, folks. Okay? I know I'm going through my own battle with cancer, and uh, hopefully we'll have some good news uh, to, to share with all of you uh, next week since we're taping this on a Wednesday. I know it's Saturday night, but I don't get my results until Thursday, so it'll have to wait until the next program where I can tell you, uh, you know, whether or not the cancer is in remission or, uh, you know, things are going good. But later on in our Suds and Duds segment, we're going to talk all about the beers that I had at the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. But I can't say enough about the staff here at Paragon Tap and Table. Katie behind the bar, Ernie, Alex, everybody is doing a fantastic job tonight. I mean, the place is packed. And a lot of people coming out for both Departed Souls and the Elementary and for a lot of the other Jersey beers that are on tap. We've got, uh, you know, as I mentioned, Brick City, Wet Ticket, Carton, uh, Bolero, Demented. We even have national brands here, Coronado, which I ended up getting a chance to try their Conquista uh, in collaboration with Cigar City. Fantastic stuff. Uh, they're doing a great job. So we'll get into the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival uh, beers in just a couple of minutes. But a couple of quick news and notes. And we're centering this mostly around New Jersey. Forgotten Boardwalk is doing a fantastic job. Uh, this, is, this is something really cool. They're starting a brand new series of events to feature local animal shelters. They're going to hold the events once a month on a Thursday to raise money for these amazing shelters. There's going to be cats and kittens on hand in the brewery that will be available for adoption. Their first event is Thursday, April 20th from 4 to 8 p.m. It's a $10 optional donation at the door. It goes directly to the shelter. And if you donate that $10, uh, you get a complimentary beer for patrons, of course, 21 and over. Uh, they've also included information. They've got a second event coming up. Uh, more to be announced soon. Go to ForgottenBoardWalk.com. You can get all the information from there. A very good cause. Cape May Brewing, uh, way down at the very end of New Jersey, is starting something that I find is remarkable. They are starting a delivery service to deliver fresh beer to local residents by drone. Now, Amazon obviously started this whole thing. 7-Eleven has initiated such programs. But this is the first time that a brewery has begun a direct-to-consumer delivery in such a method. So if you're a Cape May Brewing fan, and obviously I'm, I'm, I'm sure that this is only in the local area of Cape May, uh, if you want to uh, participate in the pilot program, you can download an app for your Android or uh, Apple phones right to your smartphone. From there, you can place an order, and you will have it delivered to your doorstep in 30 minutes. How about that? Fresh local beer delivered to your doorstep in 30 minutes. Now, obviously, you've got to live in the Cape May area, but this is an intriguing thing using a drone uh, to, to deliver beer to people. And obviously, folks, drink responsible, and you have to be 21 and over. As we continue on in the news and notes segment here, as we are live at Paragon Tap and Table, located right off the Garden State Parkway, exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey, on AM 970, The Answer. The big news is a big national brand has come to New Jersey, Cigar City. In New Jersey now, they were, at Atlanta, they were in Atlantic City over the weekend. They are now making their push into um, uh, the Garden State. Hunter and Brewing is going to be distributing their beers. Uh, the foray into New Jersey, it marks the third new market for Cigar City uh, in 2017. Earlier this year, they expanded into North Carolina and Tennessee. So, of course, you've heard all about High Lie IPA and the Maduro Brown Ale and the Florida Cracker Belgian-style White Ale. Well, now you can get it in the state of New Jersey. Very cool. Now, obviously, Cigar City, they sold to Oscar Blues uh, last year, their holding company. 
They also sell beer in eight other states, New York, Pennsylvania, uh, just being a few of them. You can check them out, CigarCityBrewing.com. Uh, and finally, uh, the good friends from Flying Dog, they have named Ben Clark as their new brewmaster. This is a big surprise to me. Uh, Matt Brophy, who used to be their uh, brewmaster, is now their chief operating officer, and uh, they are moving Ben Clark up as their new brewmaster. Uh, and they did this in release of a reformulated Snake Dog IPA. Uh, they are uh, making a few changes here. Got to get the uh, guys from Flying Dog on the phone and find out what's going on. In 2015, Flying Dog produced 93,330 barrels uh, of beer. They are doing fantastic. They are the largest brewery in the state of Maryland. That is very cool. Now, when we come back after a short break, Blake Crawford from the Almentry will join me. And, folks, we're just getting started on this program that focuses on that delicious beverage, and it's made with barley and hops. We are live from the Paragon Tap and Table in Clark, New Jersey, exit 135 off the Garden State Parkway. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Napa know-how. The Napa bucket is on sale for $2.99. It's engineered from high-quality plastic, and it comes with a metal handle to make it Portable. You're probably thinking, that sounds like any old bucket, but it's not, because regular buckets don't get you 20% off almost anything you put in it. So pick up a Napa bucket today and get 20% off the parts you need. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, minimum three items. Some exclusions apply. Offer good while supplies last. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, more of our first on-the-road broadcast of 2017. We were over at Paragon Tap and Table located right off the Garden State Parkway. Exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey this past Wednesday to tape uh, the broadcast. New Jersey March Madness, the Almentary Departed Souls going up against one another. Which keg would kick first and they'd have their beer on tap for four months? And thanks to the great folks at Paragon Tap and Table for putting on uh, a fantastic event. The food was amazing as usual. The spring menu is out from Chef Eric Levine and he is doing a fantastic job. The steak, egg, mac and cheese is just out of sight. You got to check it out. Great burgers, great wings. But without further ado... Let's tune in to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on the road. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, we are coming to you live from Paragon Tap and Table, located right off of exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey, off the Garden State Parkway. It is our first on the road of 2017, and uh, we're culminating the evening here at Paragon Tap and Table uh, with a March Madness event, Departed Souls against the Almentry. They were the guys who made it to the final two. Whichever beer kicks first... They get their beer on tap at Paragon for the next four months. Departed Souls with their Kolsch, uh, Constantine, and the Almentry with their English Mild Ale. And joining me right now is one of the co-owners of the Almentry, Blake Crawford, whose interview we ran uh, last week on the program, and I got a chance to talk to Blake down in Atlantic City last week. Blake, how are you, sir? I'm awesome. How are you doing, Al? It's good to see you again. Good to see you, sir. Now, first off, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. Sure. What a tremendous job out of all of the New Jersey breweries. I, I thought... This past year, the most New Jersey breweries we've ever seen, and so well represented yes. by everyone. I mean, I, I'm, was there 25, 30? Uh, there, had to, there had to be, least. I think, uh, 30 or 40 New Jersey breweries there. Yeah. It was really tremendous. and it was, it's, it's a great event for us as well as the attendees because so few times do we get to actually see other New Jersey brewery owners and, and brewery staff. Right. Uh, so it's, it's a great event because it's good for us as uh, local breweries, but it's also great for the attendees to see a lot of New Jersey breweries that they hadn't seen before. And let me ask you, what goes through the process of 
picking the particular beers that you're going to bring down uh, to, to a, a particular fest like that. You had some stuff on cast, you had stuff on tap. What goes through the process there? Uh, there there's a lot to it. We always bring, there's one beer we always bring, and that's our Key Lime Goza. It's called uh, Let's Begin. It's a bit of a festival legend in the middle of summer. Uh, it always kicks. It's really popular. Other than that, we rotated around. Uh, Atlantic City was the first festival that we'd ever brought cask beer to because uh, it's an indoor festival. It's not in the middle of summer, so cask beer uh, seems like it was going to fit. It was a gigantic hit for us. It was actually the first time we had ever done cask beer at all. So we decided, based on the reception of that, that we're going to do that on the regular in the tap room now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that was kind of a trial thing you wanted to see how it worked out. Yeah, it would, I tell you, it was embarrassing to do that, to tap a cast for the first time in public was not the easiest thing I've ever done. So <laughs> I've seen enough film <laughs> of people trying to do that where uh, it happens. But you guys did a couple of different uh, casts, right? Yeah. You didn't have the same one on Friday night. You had, you had a different one right. Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and Saturday night. Yeah, right? we, had, we had three casts for all three sessions, and it, the, all three casts were based on Mr. Stevens, which is the beer we have tonight uh, here at Paragon. Um, uh, this, the Friday evening beer was chocolate and dried red chili peppers. And Saturday afternoon session, we had cinnamon vanilla. And then I think uh, you had the one on the evening, which was right. chocolate and coconut. The chocolate and coconut was phenomenal. That's I a good mean, beer. That was really good. And I had a little of the key lime, which is for some reason, and I know we talked about this on Saturday, but yep. I wanted to mention it on the air. For some reason, because my taste buds have changed through the chemotherapy with my cancer or whatever, I seem to have more of an affinity for gozes and sounds now, where I didn't have that before. I couldn't kind of wrap my head around it. So I'm wondering if it was a good thing. Yeah, you know, that beer, we, we tend to tame our goza down just a little bit. We right. don't like it to be a super high salt bomb. We like to focus on the fruit a little more. Um, and it's definitely that kind of food-friendly acid and salt thing. It's like it just—it's refreshing. It hits the spot. Uh, it's a delicious, delicious beer. Now, do you find that because—and uh, and I've mentioned this before on the program—gozes and sours, or not so much sours, but gozes seem to be uh, the, the the fad of the, the the beer world, the craft beer world right now. Is it because it is a little bit more easily accessible to people who don't really try craft beer? It can be. You know, I as a brewer myself. Uh, you know, I personally don't think um, a lot of the gozas that are in the market today are really representative of the style. It's like brewers take them to a place that's too salty or way too sour, uh, and it limits the drinkability. So I have had a lot of people come to me and they say, oh, I don't like that style of beer because I had, you know, X and X one, um, and it was too salty or too tart or too whatever. Um, but I think, you know, when presented properly, it's a great style for people who are new to craft beer because it's, they can be hugely food-friendly. So for new craft beer fans, um, you know that, that food friendliness, drinkability nature of it is is what gets them into the gets them into the craft. Right now, how are things going up at the facility up in up in Dorking County? They're great. Uh, I can't ask for anything more. Looks like the taproom business is really brisk. We're expanding the brewery tomorrow. Actually, I've got uh, tomorrow morning at bright and early at 7 a.m., which I should probably <laughs> stop drinking these. But uh, I got uh, you know we're doubling our fermentation capacity uh, tomorrow. So. Uh, things are good. That's good. And uh, the town, very receptive. I know we talked about it before. Very, very helpful with you guys. I know some places in Jersey were having some issues, but the town really embraced you with open arms. Our town was awesome. Our town's people are great. We've been received by the people of Hackensack in uh, the most positive, wonderful way. It's like they've kind of embraced us as 
members of the Hackensack family. We, we couldn't ask for anything more. That's awesome. We're talking with Blake Crawford, one of the co-owners of the Alimentary here on the Algonquilo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Their beer tonight that's on tap here at Paragon, they're Mr. Stevens. It's an English mild ale. It's a 3.6% ABV with an 18 IBU. Very, very mild, very easily drinkable. Uh, this is definitely a beer. If you're not into craft beer, I would introduce this as kind of a starter for craft beer because it really has a nice, nice taste to it. And it's not because it's a lot of people, uh, not into IPAs, they're not into the bitter type stuff, but definitely something that is uh, approachable and easily accessible. Yeah, absolutely. We, um, you know, this is a beer for people that don't like dark beers because it is when you pour it in a glass, it's kind of dark brown, nearly black. Um, and we do a lot of work to convince people like it's possible to do a dark beer that's not really heavy, that's not weighty, that still has some life and some levity to it. Um, and it's a great beer that, for us, we use it for everything. We use it on cask, like we had Atlantic City. We do this beer on nitro a lot. Um, you know, I, I desperately want to do nitro cans. That's my 2017 uh, mission, is to do nitro cans of this beer. Um, so for us, it's very much a gateway beer for people who are Guinness fans or maybe not uh, not otherwise exposed to craft beer. And how difficult would it be to do nitro cans? I know you're saying you want to do it in 2017, but... How difficult is the process? All things are possible with money. Um, <laughs> this is, this is what we're learning. No, the, the Craft Brewers Conference, which is the largest um, uh, sort of uh, conference for craft brewers, is next week in D.C. Yep. Uh, I've got appointments with a number of people down there. Um, it's, it, I wouldn't say it's hard to do uh, nitro cans, but it's something that's really hard to do well. So that's my focus uh, next week is to meet with a bunch of vendors and start putting together a plan for how we're going to pull that off. And we're talking with Blake Crawford, one of the co-owners of the Almentry. They're located up in Bergen County. And it's funny, they're in Hackensack, but, but your story, for those that don't know, it's so interesting. One of you is a chemical engineer, yes. one of you is a molecular biologist, and the two of you come up with this idea to start a brewery. <laughs> just just tell, the, tell the audience why. Yeah, so it, it's myself and, and Michael Roosevelt. Uh, he's the molecular biologist. I am the chemical engineer. Um, you know, we're both very avid scuba divers and very avid skiers, and both of those sports are incredibly tightly aligned with craft beer. Um, so you spend a lot of time traveling, you know, the nation to predominantly the West to go skiing. And there's only so many times you can come back to Newark or ride back at your hometown and wonder, like, where's my, where's my awesome local brewery? So uh, we ultimately decided to build it. Uh, we were lucky that uh, early in my career, I had come from brewing very early in my career and then had gone and done other things. So I had a fair amount of experience with brewing systems, brewing design, that sort of thing. Um, so we decided to jump in with both feet. We were both coming out of other careers, and we built the elementary. That, so that's awesome. I, and I love it. And, and the great thing about a lot of people that get into business, and I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, is you get into it for a labor of love. I understand it's about trying to make a profit, trying to make you know, a little bit of money. Sure. But at the end of the day, it's about that labor of love of making beer, about the styles that you like, the styles you think other people will like. Uh, and I, I honestly think that there are just some people that get in this and you go, why did you do this in the first place? If you're trying to make a quick buck, it's not the business for you. And we were, we're starting to see that now. I mean, look, we had um, a brewery out in uh, San Francisco that just went belly up. It's now in receivership. Uh, speakeasy. Yep, speakeasy. Here's a brewery that was together for 20 years. The guy had leveraged his debt so much because he was trying to, you know, get his beer out there. And now he's got people that are laid off. They're trying to get another, you know, another person involved in buying the brewery. And I kind of think that those mid-level breweries, if they have not been bought out by big beer, they're going to have major problems. I, I think so. And, you know, along those lines, I tell every member of our staff, 
it's e- very easy to get caught up in the details. Like we have, we have two brewers that work for us. Um, I run the brewing facility in the back along with them. It's super easy to get caught up in the day-to-day drudgery. We tell everybody every single shift, take a minute, grab a sample of beer, look out in the tasting room, take the time to look at other people enjoying your beer with their friends, laughing, joking with their friends and family. It's so important to stay connected to that the joy that brought you into the business to begin with. And I think uh, if you get too far separated from that, then it, it's almost like you lose the soul of your business. And, and we desperately don't want to do that. No, and, and that's the thing. I think, I think in order for you guys to survive, you obviously have to have people coming from the local area and outside the area, you know, 20 miles, 40 miles, whatever yep. it is, to come in and buy your beer. And if you like that particular brewery's beer, you're going to go and frequent it that much more often. To me, that's important in the lifeblood of small business. And yeah. I think a lot of the bigger guys, sometimes they don't get that. They, they, no. They're looking at that golden ring to try and grab on. They do. And, you know, I, I had a, a gentleman ask me yesterday, like, how do you sell your beer? Like, how do you go sell the beer? And my answer to that was, we really don't. It's like, we people like the beer. People sell the beer for us because they like the brewery experience. They like the beer. You know, the bar staff enjoy the beer at our various accounts. So it's like if you if you can create this community of people that appreciate what you do, that appreciate the beers that you produce, um, it's like the, the 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 sales will come. It's right. like you don't. Of course, we you know, we work hard to sell the beer. Don't sure. let me think. Sure. Let me tell you, we don't. But if you build it, they yeah. will come. But know, if you do, it. right? If you do an honest job at it, and if you create tasty products, people will drink it. Exactly. My guest has been Blake Crawford, one of the co-owners of the Almentry. His Mr. Stevens English Wild Ale is on tap right now. Paragon Tap and Table Exit 135 off the Garden State Parkway in Clark, New Jersey. Blake, thanks so much for stopping by for a couple of minutes. Thanks, I hope to see you soon. You got it. When we come back after a short break, Ryan Kulbacki, the owner of Departed Souls, he's going to jump on. We're going to talk about his beer, Constantine, and how his brewery is doing. That's all after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. News. Opinion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's mostly clear, 52 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Several doctors are among 13 people charged in a huge illegal prescription drug scheme. Prosecutor Bridget Brennan says detectives investigated three Brooklyn clinics that resulted in painkiller pills being illegally prescribed and unnecessary procedures being ordered dating back to 2012. More than 6.3 million highly addictive oxycodone pills flooding the black market. Prosecutors say the pills kept addicts hooked and built taxpayers out of more than $13 million through Medicaid and Medicare. The NYPD announcing the creation of a pilot program to test the use of body cameras that will launch by the end of the month. Police officials say the program will outfit officers with close to 1,200 cameras and 20 city precincts for cops working the 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. shift. Rail riders who use Penn Station are hoping last night's commute home was the final chapter following a week of canceled, delayed, and rerouted trains. LIRR operated on a regular weekday schedule last night. After the Friday morning schedule was still partially disrupted, customers dealt with long commutes and frustration every day this week after a train derailed Monday at Penn Station. In sports, in the eighth inning, the Mets are trailing the Marlins by the score of 5-1. to one. The Yankees lost to the Orioles by the score of 5-4. to four. NBA, the Nets defeated Chicago. 107-106. Has heard on AM 970 the answer. The Islanders defeated the Devils 4-2, and the Rangers lost to Ottawa 
one. Checking the traffic, still about 20 minutes outbound at the Holland Tunnel. No delay Lincoln or George Washington Bridge. And lengthy traffic delays on the western spur of the New Jersey Turnpike northbound approaching exit 16W. Emergency construction in the left and center lanes. You now know how not to go. Weather tonight clear, low 40 to 45. Sunday sunny and mild 65. Monday sun and clouds. It'll be warm, high 70 to 75 degrees. Partly sunny, breezy Tuesday, 75. I'm Dave Benning, AM 970, The Answer. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM 970, com. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, our first on-the-road broadcast of 2017, takes me to my uh, now hometown in Clark, New Jersey. Paragon Tap and Table Exit, located right off the Garden State Parkway Exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey, in the Target Shopping Center. I want to thank everybody for coming out this past Wednesday night for the taping of the program. It was a New Jersey March Madness event, Departed Souls Against Alimentary. We had a bunch of different New Jersey brewers that were competing to have their keg put on tap for, at, at Paragon for four months. So, who was the winner? We're going to find out very soon. But right now, let's get back to more of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on the road. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, we're coming to you live from Paragon Tap and Table, located right off the Garden State Parkway exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey. Great turnout for this New Jersey Craft Beer March Madness event. It started with 16 beers. It's down to the final two, but it's also down to the final one because, ladies and gentlemen, the keg is kicked. And Departed Souls is the champion, and they will have their beer on tap for the next four months at Paragon Tap and Table. The beer that uh, that kicked, that everybody was drinking, that made them the winner was the Constantine, their Pulse, a 4.8% ABV. And joining me right now on the Craft Beer Cast is the owner of Departed Souls, Brian Kobaki. Brian, welcome back to the Craft Beer Cast. How are you? Thanks for having me, Al. Man, I wish I, I could say I was drinking the Kolsch, but... I actually ordered the the pint glass that kicked it. Is that right? So I am I'm I'm all out of it. So uh, uh, cheers to Zigmeister who brought an awesome awesome double IPA to this nice this event. That's that's really fantastic. Yeah, and you know, and that's the thing, Brian. It is uh, you know, I was down in Atlantic City over the weekend at the Beer and Music Festival. What a tremendous representation of New Jersey beers from all over the state. Whether you go north, central, south. Um, Jersey has really turned it on its head in the last two years, and the, the explosion of craft brewers has just, just jumped in leaps and bounds. How have you guys in Jersey City benefited from it? It's been, uh, it's been really crazy. Um, uh, I'm, I'm just going to not answer that question for a moment right. and say shout-out to Elementary, who we went up against in that finals, because their beer is phenomenal yes. i mean i'm drinking it right now the english beer. mild ale. the english mild that they brought tonight their ipa everything they bring they brew some delicious beer great people love them new jersey uh i mean we we had a law change and i'm sure you i mean we've discussed it in the past yeah uh, a few years that really gave us all a lot of freedom uh and a lot more opportunity to make it a, a successful business whether you're one person five people a dozen people an investor um and there's a lot of talent. Whether you're um, a home brewer using a Pico system, whether you're a home brewer that's built out some crazy system, uh, or or a Jersey guy coming home that's worked at other breweries, we, we've had a lot of opportunity. 
Uh, and the state's been good to us. The bar scene's been good to us. The liquor stores have been good to us. And as somebody who, John Henderson at uh, Good Time Tricycle, who runs AC Beer Festival, um, gave an opportunity three years ago just to hang up a sign as an up-and-coming guy. Right. Um, you know, it used to be a dozen tables. Right. And then last year, it was like a nice, cool little le- rectangle where we got to hang out. And this year, it was like, I think we were a third of the festival, a quarter of the festival. Oh, it was, easily. It was easily. crazy. And it, it's so much fun for us because we bring a lot of good beer, but it's also the only time all of us get to hang out. You know, it's, Right. I think there were 50-something breweries. That's, that's what they were saying. And, that, and to me, that was such a great, you know, a, a great thing. And one of the guys that I had spoken to, and I mentioned it at the beginning of the show, uh, he's a national brewer, brewmaster for a, a, a national uh, brewery. And I asked him, I said, did you get a chance to go around and, uh, you know, sample some of the other wares? And he says, I have to tell you. He says, I went around on Friday and kind of, you know, sampled a bunch of the New Jersey breweries. He said, these guys really bring their A-game. They're really stepping it up. They're really making a, a, a big push. And it's so nice to see that kind of competition. You know, obviously, he knows where he's at in his competition level there. And obviously, they're a, a much bigger brewery than you guys or even the Almentry or, you know, uh, some of the other smaller breweries in New Jersey. But the fact that he's acknowledging so much good beer that's coming out of New Jersey from these small, you know, I, I wouldn't even say mid-sized. You guys are small brewers. And the fact that you're putting out consistently great product is, is, is a boon for small business in New Jersey. You know, we're, we're in a tough market right. in New Jersey. We're not, we're not something to joke about, you know. I, I've, been up to, I've been to breweries all around the country, and you go to their tap room, and, and everyone's just having a good time. Nobody's on Beer Advocate, Rate Beer, Untap. Right. They're all enjoying the brewery experience. I feel like the first thing I do as soon as I serve a beer in my tap room is see some that, that person once they have a sip going on on tap. Right. Um, we're in a very, very tough market here, so you can't put out a crap product and survive. Right. And um, none of us, you know, me, elementary, I think you got guys from Cypress here. You got guys from all over. Uh, Cypress also making delicious beer. Yep. And expanding right now. Uh, should have an awesome ta- tasting room coming up. Right. Um, you can't put out a bad beer here and uh, survive. And none of us see it as competition. None of us are going on sales calls saying, hey, take Cypress, take Elementary, take New Jersey Beer Company off draft and put me on. We all love each other. And that's why we're all at AC because we get to hang out for 24 or 48 hours. Um, and we're all pushing each other. We're all working together right. to, to put out a better product and make, and make the profit. New Jersey scene a good beer scene. Exactly. And that's, and that's what... What I think the East Coast needs to have, or at least New Jersey, New York, at least in the tri-state area. We're talking with Brian Kulbacki, one of the owners of Departed Souls. They're located in Jersey City, New Jersey. One of the unique things, as we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer, and we're at Paragon Tap and Table, uh, right in Clark, New Jersey, located on the Garden State Parkway, right on uh, exit 135. Very easy to get to. You go to the Target Shopping Center, go straight in the back. Great food, great beer. But, Brian, one of the things... Um, about this area that that we've seen this explosion, and you're right. If you put out a good product, people will come and they will drink it. Um, what have you seen at your brewery in Jersey City? You guys are easily accessible to the train. But one of the cool things that you do that a lot of other brewers don't do is there are uh, a bunch of beers that you make are gluten-free, which we don't see uh, very often out of breweries. And I know part of that is the story of the brewery because of um, your partner who had, who had passed away and he had a, a gluten allergy. But uh, what have you seen? Uh, have you seen a, a big response of people coming in wanting to try those gluten beers, and that's the reason why they come? 
You know, my, my best friend was, was uh, gluten-free, and that's pretty much the impetus behind... Uh, his passing away was, was pretty much the impetus behind starting the brewery. And, um, uh, you know, I don't... I, I, I was thinking about it, actually, as I was driving here today, because uh, I just found out uh, one of my best friends was having a kid, and uh, he sort of met his wife through the, the fallout of our, our best friend passing away. And oh, wow. I was, I was kind of thinking about... You know where all our lives would be now if that never happened, and I don't think I ever would have started a brewery for him. Um, and it's sort of a, a talking point of the brewery lately is that I, uh, when I started the brewery, I said I was never going to let my my pride get in the way of things. You know, I I, I, I brewed this gluten free beer in memory of my best friend. It's what got me the investment to start our brewery. Uh, it won me a, a bunch of awards as a home brewer and. Um, but I was never going to let my pride get inside. You know, if the business is failing and it's because I'm stubborn and I want to keep brewing gluten-free, I, I will admit I'm being stubborn and put it aside. And um, it's been good for us. It's, it's, it's tough because we... It's funny, you, and I talk about it a lot online and I've actually already talked about today, is, is the belief of people that they need to go on these websites and these apps and, and rate beers. And right. People should just forge their own opinions. And unfortunately, if you back out our gluten-free beer from our ratings on some of these websites, we become a top five brewery. But a lot of people just think Departed Souls only makes gluten-free beer. We and make two. Right. We, we put out over three dozen non-gluten-free beers in the year and a half that we've been open. Um, that being said, one of those two beers uh, won the bronze medal at the World Beer Cup in uh, 2000, whatever, seven. 16? 16. 16. Sorry, Zigmeister, this double IPA. Uh, you know, uh, it, it was beat out by two foreign beers. It was so technically the best gluten-free beer brewed in America. Um, the beers are doing great. Uh, we love them. We're, we're sort of trying to transition now to actually even uh, own the market even more. We just bought another fermenter um, to do beers brewed with 100% gluten-free malts as opposed to extracts. Um, that, that might be breaking news on the Alabama. I think it is. I don't, I don't think I've published that online yet. See? Uh, so there we just bought another fermenter to, de- to further develop our gluten-free line. Uh, the, the odd part is we've transitioned out of brewing some traditional beers that I think a lot of people love about us. We're making them less regularly available because you got to do the trendy with the not trendy, and you got to balance it. It's all a weird business model. Yeah. It, it I'm still learning. I'm a one man. I'm a one man show, so I gotta figure it out as I go. And that's what, what's remarkable about you. There's a lot of places that have a lot of volunteer help. You got eight, ten people, or whatever. But you're doing the majority of your uh, beer production, sales, everything. You're doing it on your own. I am. Yeah, I'm brewer, sales guy, delivery guy. Um, Chris Medina, a volunteer that started for me very early on, just because he loved Philosopher, our Belgian triple. That's definitely not gluten free, right? Um, volunteers started early. We he just joined the team full time. My first full time employee in January. Um, my my very 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 good friend Brant uh, Schweinsberger. Uh, he's he's gypsied around the state for lack of a better term. Right, helping people out. Um, he helps me out in the tasting room every week. Geneva Claire, who's here, uh, awesome tasting room volunteer. Alexandra, awesome volunteer. And you know all these people are just doing it for the love of the beer. And uh, and and that's why all of us. Brewers are doing it. It's, right. it's for the love of the beer. So it's, it's 
it's for the love of the beer, but it's also to make a little profit as well. Now, finally, my last question for you, and we're talking with Brian Kowalski. Uh, he is the owner of Departed Souls. They're located in New Jersey, City, New Jersey. Yes, they brew gluten-free beer, two of them, but they've got a lot of other gluten uh, gluten options as well. If you want to go and check them out, and uh, go to the website, departedsouls.com, uh, for more information. How does it feel, though, to have your beer, uh, it kicked first, it's it's the one that won the contest here at March Madness at Paragon Tap and Table. How does it feel to have your beer on tap for the next four months? Uh, I mean, Paragon Tap and Table is one of my favorite bars in this state. I mean, I, I think the food's phenomenal. I think the people that work here are amazing. Their sister bar, Morris Tap and Grill, amazing. It's close to my home where I grew up. I mean, I just... I feel like we were an underdog story because we weren't we weren't in the original bracket and somebody dropped out and uh, we got to fill that void and now we're sitting here and uh, I'm I'm just I'm so thankful for the opportunity I'm so thankful for everybody that purchased a pint glass a taster glass whatever whatever that heck got me to be sitting here talking to you right now is the winner Al I mean uh, so you're the Villanova of last year I am the Villanova oh gosh I hate Villanova well I was going to say Gonzaga but Gonzaga lost so you know yeah uh, oh I don't like UNC either I wish Boston College could actually put a good basketball team together but you know what either way Paragon Tap Table freaking amazing place amazing people amazing food amazing rotating beer selection all the time And we're going to do our best to uh, contribute to that tap list over the next three or four months. And uh, uh, I believe I can let out the cat out of the bag on this sure, one. Why not? Uh, we're going to kick off a yappy hour here. Our tap table is going to kick off a yappy hour where you can bring your dogs and hang out outside, drink some beers, buy music every weekend. So uh, Bogan, cool. Bogan, our brewery dog, will be here. And we'll be hanging out and having a great time. That is awesome. Uh, my guest has been Brian Kobaki. He's the owner of Departed Souls of down in Jersey City, New Jersey. They are the winners of the Paragon Tap and Table New Jersey Craft Beer March Madness event. Uh, they will get their beer on tap now for the next four months here at Paragon. And they'll obviously be rotating. It won't be the same thing. You'll have to check it out. Uh, beer menus, untapped, all those things. You'll find out when uh, Departed Souls and what beer they have. Uh, here on tap. Brian, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Very much appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers. When we come back after a short break, I'm going to give you my suds and duds from the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, the 12th year it's been in existence. And we are live at Paragon Tap and Table, located right off the uh, Garden State Parkway exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey. Back after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Kevin McCullough says we shouldn't be okay with mayors wanting to be sanctuary cities. The primary function of government is to protect the citizens of its nation. The mayor of Los Angeles, the mayor of Chicago, and the mayor of New York are all saying, bleep you, President Trump. How can we stand to live with that? Breaking news, what it means, why it matters. Kevin McCullough Radio, weeknights at 5 on AM 970. The answer. Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com. Final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. And want to thank everybody for coming out this past Wednesday night to Paragon Tap and Table, located right off the Garden State Parkway exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey, for our first Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on the road. We've got another one coming up in April. Uh, that'll be April 27th at the uh, 
Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza in Englewood, New Jersey. Uh, that will be, again, uh, Thursday, April 27th. Uh, in, in Englewood, New Jersey, Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza. It's going to be great. It's a Brooklyn Brewery event. We're going to have a great time there. But let's get back to some more of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on the road as we find out who is going to get their beer on tap at Paragon Tap and Table for the next four months. Will it be the Almentry or will it be Departed Souls? Here we are live at Paragon Tap and Table located right off of the Garden State Parkway, exit 135 at Clark, New Jersey. It's the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. On AM 970, the answer. It's the final segment of the program. And as always, on the final segment of the program, we do suds and duds. Well, not every program, because obviously my issues uh, with my Hodgkin's lymphoma. But this week, we're going to do a little suds and duds. You know why? Because this past weekend, last Saturday night, I was down at the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival uh, in Atlantic City at the convention center, the 12th year that it has been in existence. And first off, thanks to everybody who voted in USA Today to make the event uh, the second biggest beer festival in the nation for 2017. John Henderson, Paul Brown, you guys do an amazing job. And Paul, a special thanks to you for getting me and two of my friends in uh, about 20 minutes early because, boy, I'll tell you, I did not want to stand in that sea of humanity waiting to go and drink such delicious beer. So let's get to it. Uh, The suds and duds uh, that took place at the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. So we'll start off with a bunch of the New Jersey beers that were there. Obviously, the Almentry, uh, we, we spoke with uh, Blake Crawford earlier uh, in the program. They had the, uh, their English Mild on cast. It had uh, coconut in it, uh, a little bit of chocolate. That was fantastic. What a great job. I had a little bit of their, um, their Goze beer, a little bit of a, a key lime-type uh, flavor. That was very good as well. Cypress, which was right next door, did this coconut porter. Uh, those guys are located in Edison, New Jersey. Uh, Charles Bachman doing a great job, and as we heard, uh, from Brian Kulbacki. They are actually, Cypress is expanding their operations uh, as well to build a bigger tap room. They're doing great over there. And Cypress put on this uh, coconut porter that was unbelievable. Tom Foolery had this banana beer, and I have to look it up because I don't have my, my phone in front, of, in front of me right now. In fact, I don't even know where my phone went. It probably got lost. But um, they put on uh, this beer that I took a picture of and I have to find the picture real quick, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, it described exactly what the beer was because I took a picture of the card. And uh, this was there. That, now, listen to this. It was a banana and bubblegum beer from Tom Foolery. They call it Crack Concrete, a 9.4% ABV. It's a Belgian triple. Uh, a Tom Foolery customer apparently called it alcoholic banana bread. I agree with him 100%. This was so tasty. I love banana but banana in beer, sometimes it's just kind of, it, it misses the mark. This one was outstanding. We have to get the folks from Tom Foolery on the Craft Beer Cast one of these days. They put out a fantastic beer. Uh, Ship Bottom, uh, their bacon beer on nitro was amazing. You really got a nice, heavy bacon flavor, but it wasn't too overpowering uh, where you get to the point where you're like, ooh, I'm, I'm not sure if I really like this or not. Ship Bottom, great brewery. They're down in Long Beach Island. If you get a chance, if you're out on Long Beach Island uh, over the summer, Go check those guys out. They are killing it on Long Beach Island. There's nobody really else around them. Obviously, it's on an island. Uh, get down there and try it. In fact, Joe Piscopo's got a house down on Long Beach Island. I might have to tell him to go over there and check out their beer. Lunacy Brewing Company. Now, one of the guys from Lunacy came over to me and found out that I had just um, recovering from cancer. He was so excited. This guy had also recovered from cancer as well as a cancer survivor. Gave me a big hug. He said, I have to try something. He wanted to pour me something. I said, let me try the God of Hellfire. Boy, let me tell you, that was fantastic. I could have been breathing flames out of that one. An excellent stout. 
Well done from the guys on Lunacy Brewing Company, uh, another brewery that I have to have uh, come on the program. One of the beers that I was disappointed in was Lone Eagle Brewing. Their IPA won first prize for the best IPA in New Jersey. I have to say, I was not a fan of this IPA. A good IPA, yes. Great to the point where it was the best IPA of the, uh, the whole festival. I disagree. Now, obviously, it's a fan vote. You're on there, uh, the Atlantic City Bureau Music Fest app, and everybody is, you know, punching away, voting, 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 and maybe they, you know, stack the vote or whatever. But honestly, I have to say, was not impressed. It was probably one of the duds uh, of, the, uh, uh, of the evening for me. As we continue on the Suds and Duds segment here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, let's talk about some of the national beers and also some of the maybe, maybe out-of-the-way local beers. Uh, they're a little bit of a trip. Now, I've been to Weyerbacher Brewing. They're right over the border of 78 in eastern Pennsylvania. It's a very short trip. If you live in New Jersey and you want to go to a really nice brewery uh, in the state of Pennsylvania and you want to just go right over the border, do me a favor. Go over to Weyerbacher. They do a great tour. They have great taps. Their Sinsanity was fantastic. I'm not a big fan of cinnamon and beer, but this was amazing. I could drink this beer all day long. It was so, so good. Really enjoyed it a lot. The Weyerbacher, uh, Sinsanity, an excellent beer to try. Another Suds uh, from me. Uh, got a chance to drink uh, Dogfish Head's beer to drink music to. Uh, very good. And, in fact, uh, I'm going to tease this a little bit. Uh, Sam Calagione, uh, the owner of uh, Dogfish Head uh, Brewery, is going to be joining us in a couple of weeks uh, on an interview. He's doing the beer to drink music to, uh, to tour right now all across the country. He's supposed to be joining us in a couple of weeks. We, ha- we were supposed to have him on uh, a couple of weeks ago. We had to delay that. Uh, we're going to have him on sometime in mid-April. As soon as we get the uh, notice, I will get that information to you. Then I had uh, Cigar City, which has just made their push into New Jersey. They're unveiling a lot of their beers for the first time. Their highlight is great. Uh, their um, Florida Cracker, their white IPA beer is excellent. Their Pilsner, I have to say, a dud. Didn't like it. Uh, just was not impressed with it. Kind of a, I wouldn't even say it's a middle-of-the-road IPA. I just, I didn't like it at all. So for me, uh, Cigar City uh, was a dud. And it's funny because uh, Paragon Tap and Table, uh, where we're broadcasting from live right now on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, they had a Cigar City on tap. Uh, a sour beer it was a pineapple that was excellent, but unfortunately, uh, this Pilsner, just not good. Terrapins Lucille Stout. Lucille, of course, named after uh, The Walking Dead. If, fans are, uh, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead show, you know that... Um, they're one of their main characters this season, Nagan. Uh, he uses a, a, a bat that's wrapped with uh, barbed wire. I'm not a fan of the show. I don't watch it. Uh, but um, uh, he calls it Lucille. They made a stout that they call Lucille, and it's modeled after, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the Walking Dead. Very, very good stout. I mean, some of the stouts really, really uh, were fantastic there. Stone's Tangerine Express IPA, good beer. Decent, decent IPA. I don't know if it was um, uh, one of the best that I had. In fact... A lot of the IPAs that I had there um, were okay. I think I was trying to, um, I don't know if I was trying to fool my taste buds a little bit, but I was trying to stay away from a lot of the IPAs there because it's very easy when you're sampling beers over the course of four hours uh, where you can kind of get your palate, can, you know, and I don't, I'm not a big fan of the pretzel necklaces and all that other stuff. A little water to wash out your mouth I think is better um, in, in trying beers, but unfortunately a lot of the IPAs I kind of steered away from uh, at this event because I didn't want to get my palate uh, overwhelmed. So um, the Stone Tangerine Express, not bad. Uh, it w- def- definitely wasn't a knockout beer, but it was definitely drinkable. And then finally, I, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to make friends 
in the beer industry. So Founders always has a tremendous stand set up that really does a great job sampling a number of their beers. They easily have six to eight beers on tap. But the one that I really wanted to try, which has just come out in New Jersey, and I'm going to get into this uh, in a second, but I want to tell you, the Founders KBS, which has just hit the market here in New Jersey, uh, I got a chance to taste it because it was exclusive at the event. Basically, you had to know somebody to get a taste of the keg in the back. And Natalie, thank you so much uh, for that taste of KBS. KBS is a really good beer. Here's the problem that I have with KBS in New Jersey. A lot of these liquor stores that you go find Founders KBS in charge a ridiculous amount of money for the beer. I'm hearing reports of one bottle, one 12-ounce bottle for $10, $15, a bomber bottle, a 22-ounce bottle for over $20 and $30. And meanwhile, people are in the state of Pennsylvania. They're getting a four-pack of KBS for 16 bucks, Folks, liquor stores in New Jersey, what are you doing? What's the price point? On KBS, is it are, are you are you you're breaking up the four pack and charging ten dollars a beer? And people are out there buying it. To me, I think it's outlandish. I think it's ridiculous. I don't think that people should be doing that, and I don't think businesses should be doing that to make a profit. I would love to know what Founders KBS is supposed to sell at retail. Is it sixteen dollars a four pack? Is it twenty dollars a four pack? Are, are these liquor stores really breaking up these bottles and charging an outlandish amount of money? I, I'm sorry, but. I have a big problem with that. So thank you for the taste of Founders KBS. Would I go out and buy it in a liquor store in New Jersey? You know what? Probably not because I'm not going to pay that kind of money uh, to sample a beer that should be a little bit less money. That's ridiculous. That's just my take on the whole thing. So as we wrap up here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer, Paragon Tap and Table, right off the Garden State Parkway exit 135 in Clark, New Jersey. Can't thank the people here enough. We're going to thank everybody uh, that has been here in just a minute. But... Uh, it was the Departed Souls against the Almentry for the March Madness event. The Almentry brought out their English Mildale, Mr. Stevens. Departed Souls brought out their Colts, Constantine. Departed Souls kicked in 32 minutes. The fastest a beer has kicked in this entire tournament. We had 16 breweries. It was the fastest that it kicked at this event. So congratulations to Brian Kulbacki. Congratulations to Departed Souls. And congratulations to the Almentry uh, for getting into the final two of this tournament. But Departed Souls gets their beer on tap here at Paragon Tap and Table. For the next four months, that is awesome, and that is the way uh, to support small business, ladies and gentlemen. Can't thank the people at Paragon enough, uh, but first, my thanks to Darren Yellen, to Stu Engelke, our engineer on site, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Blake Crawford from the Almentry, Brian Kubacki from Departed Souls, uh, Ernie Huey, Alex, Katie, Chef Eric Levine, excuse me, Liz Ananero, uh, who put this whole thing together, Mike from New Jersey Craft Beer Club. Actually, it was Ernie that put this whole thing together, so i got to give a big shout-out to Ernie for putting it together. And, of course... Last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I'll be back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.